This is episode 35 of the No Limits Podcast. Welcome back. The podcast is brought to you by Tangle Free Waterfowl. You work hard all year anticipating the small window of time you get to spend in the field. How disappointing is it to get to that moment only to find your gear has failed? You should never tolerate gear failure. Tangle Free Waterfowl delivers gear that functions exactly as it's designed to every time, year after year after year. I have always said do not waste your hard-earned time and money on gear that only lasts a year or two. Head over to TangleFree.com for panel blinds, layout blinds, decoys, and accessories. And because you are a valuable No Limits subscriber, you'll get free shipping on your entire order. Just enter promo code PASSION at checkout. You guys are ordering decoys right now. You're ordering blinds. You're getting stocked up. Hunting season's coming. Think about how much you can save on bulky, expensive ship items like blinds and decoys. Tanglefree.com, promo code PASSION at checkout for free shipping. The podcast is also brought to you by Revelation Outdoors Waterfowl Ministry. The Revelation Outdoors mission is to help spread the gospel of Jesus Christ through waterfowl hunting. We leverage several different mediums or delivery methods to do that, either through our social media pages and our Passion of Pursuit short film series that is produced by Rome and Motion Culture Media. We are also in the final stages of releasing a video-based men's small group study that will combine video, some just some video presentations with some of our best duck hunting episodes and an easy-to-follow leader's guide. If you can follow an outline, press play, and watch a video, you are uniquely qualified to lead a group of your duck hunting buddies through a study of God's Word. Our favorite way to share the way we experience Jesus in waterfowling is through live presentation, either at men's events, wild game dinners, or other places where sportsmen and women gather. We have been invited to speak at events all over the country, and we absolutely love connecting with our fellow sportsmen and women, talking about how God changed our lives, not through religion, but through a personal relationship with Christ. We are not religious guys, and we stress that. We are guys just like the rest of you all, and we found that when you are able to break through a lot of the religious fog that is surrounding us, we're able to show the simplicity found in God's plan of salvation. If you have an event coming up and you need a speaker, we'd love to talk to you. You can connect with us on social media or on our Revelation Outdoors website, revelationoutdoors.com. Okay. You know we talk a lot about Tangle Freeze products, their durability, functionality, and quality, and we should. They make what we feel are the best waterfowl products on the market today, hands down, full stop. But look, we, we, those of you listening and us, want to do business with people we know, we like, and we trust. And I can tell you that the folks at Tangle Free are some of the finest people we have had the pleasure to meet and to work with, and that company culture starts with our guest today, Corey Foskett, owner of Tangle Free Waterfowl. I am so excited to finally have Corey on to talk with you guys, and he is super stoked to talk to all of you. We talk about Corey's background growing up in California on his grandparents' cattle ranch. Surprisingly, Corey was not a duck hunter, and we discuss the time, the point where he finally came to his senses and started chasing feathers instead of antlers. We discussed Tangle Free's unique approach to relationship, intentional business, and company culture. We talk about 
how they approach new products, and the incredible amount of time they spend in research, development, and quality assurance is big because they want to ensure that if a product fails, it's going to fail in their hands and not yours. We talk about their unwavering commitment to customer service and customer satisfaction. One thing that was very clear in my discussions with Corey is that they will literally move heaven and earth to make sure you are a customer for life. And that is really, really important. We also talked a lot about their approach to authentic content and product representation because they know that waterfowlers have their BS detectors on 24-7 and they feel they owe you the most honest and realistic experience when shopping through their product selection. I had a great discussion with Corey. It was certainly worth the wait and we are just so thankful and blessed to have the relationship we have with the entire Tangle Free crew. So it is my honor to introduce my very good friend, owner of Tangle Free Waterfowl, Mr. Corey Foskett. Well, I, I, man, I'm a baby. Like I don't, I'm not interested in technology. So like I don't, I don't want to. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a bad fault of mine. Like I'm not really excited to want to learn stuff. Like it's, it's, a, it's true. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's very true. But um, yeah, but dude, you're, you're like you're in California, man. That, that's where technology. Like I would expect anybody. It would be you guys that are just super wrapped in technology well, well doug and kirk are good i'm not at all well, that's, all right so that's a good point so if you have other people that oh, are then yeah. it doesn't really yeah. matter yeah 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 no that's exactly uh i'd rather instead of me spending 20 minutes trying to figure it out or rather them come in and take two you know for sure that's kind of where for i'm sure. at so yeah well, yeah, I, uh, I, Corey, I appreciate you jumping on with me. I know how busy you are. You know, no, man, it's, it's awesome. Crazy. I just, I'm sorry it's taken so long, or it's just been hectic. So yeah, I'm, hey, I'm glad to, uh, I'm glad to, to, to jump on with you, man, for yeah. sure. Well, before we get into a lot about Tangle Free and the brand and why we are so totally in love with everything you guys do, um. Talk a little bit about your background, kind of where you grew up, where you know what you were into, and then we'll we'll jump into Tangle Free a bunch. Yeah, um, so born and raised California. Um, I'm uh, I'm we're in Northern California, so we're about no Cal. An, we're about an hour and a half northeast of San Francisco. So when, once people realize if they're familiar with California and San Francisco, then we we say the Bay Area, and then we start narrowing it down to say the East Bay. So. Yeah. Um, I, I grew up in, uh, in Concord, which like I said, it's about an hour and a half, but mm-hmm. I've lived for the last 20 years, um, out on our, uh, great grandparents working, uh, cattle ranch. So super, super blessed to be raising my three daughters with my wife on a, on a, you know, a 1600 acre cattle ranch, uh, you know, Creek in the yeah, backyard. Um, sure. and, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I always, I always went out to the property as a kid with with my dad, and really, really was into uh, to, you know shooting shooting with like a rifle, you know. So starts mm-hmm. with the twenty two and shooting ground squirrels and stuff, and then mm-hmm. um, really fell in love with deer hunting, black tail mm-hmm. black tail deer. Um, didn't do a lot of waterfowling at all. Just um, my version of waterfowl hunting was jumping ponds. Um, didn't really know much about like I didn't really spend much time in a blind or anything. Yeah. Um, 
I then I uh, I picked up a basketball when I was in fourth grade, and I just I I I was head over heels with basketball. I just I fell in love with it. I just couldn't couldn't get out there enough to I guess try to try to try to get better. You know, try to yeah. try to become a a better dribbler, better shooter, just everything about it, and it really consumed me. So I went from spending a lot of time outdoors uh, on horses hunting to to really getting extremely involved in basketball hmm. from from there from there um, I always hunted but it wasn't nearly as much as I used to um, I did that all through high school and then um, you know went went to colleges working a few extra jobs um, continued to to be in the hunting and fishing outdoors um, got into coaching basketball quite a bit Mm. Um, once I, once I finished with, uh, college, um, I went to local college, St. Mary's college in, uh, in Moraga, California, which is closer, um, closer to, you know, to Oakland. Um, I, kind of, I, I kind of started getting back in the outdoor, uh, hunting, uh, more, I should say, um, just based on just time frames and what I was doing. But, um, after school, I started working health and nutrition industry, which it was just a job. It was just a paycheck. It wasn't something I enjoyed or liked. And, mm. um, my sister is two years older than me and she was, she, she was, uh, managing, a an office and my parents, um, have been self-employed for over 45 years. And they came to us, uh, and said, Hey, let's, let's meet up with, with our, with our CPA. And, um, let's talk about trying to do a business that you guys can get started and, and, and make a living for, for your families, you know? So, so we met about two times a month for about six months and came up with all sorts of ideas, anything from, uh, gas stations to, uh, water companies to storage facilities. Um, and our CPA had, um, a customer of his, a client of his that is by the name of bond B O N D. Mm -hmm. And, um, they were, uh, they started with like bamboo garden stakes and, um, then they got into like hoses and pruning shears and loppers and all mm -hmm. sorts of garden tools. And they dabbled with the decoy company for about three to four years. So we said, Hey, would they like to meet and talk about if they have any interest in selling that part of their business? And the first answer was no. <laughs> and, um, my, my dad, uh, probably my dad's, my dad's best business trade is his persistence. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, I like to think that I've, he's rubbed off on me with, with, with that trade as well, you know? So I, um, we, we continued to look into other stuff and then my dad, my dad circled back and said, Hey, just, just see if they want to meet. So we ended up meeting with them. Um, once they found out that we were local, that we were a family-based company that, um, you know, that was just, it was staying here locally. Um, then things kind of started moving forward pretty rapidly. So we ended up purchasing the decoy part of their business. Um, and then probably the best thing that ever happened was two months after that, we caught wind that Tangle Free was for sale. So Tangle Free was founded in 1972 by Jack and Dan Kiernan, and mm -hmm. they were kind of the first people to really put out like a really good, um, decoy line and anchoring system that wouldn't make a big, uh, you know, it was clean. It was a clean system, um, yeah. with the line going right into directly to the anchor. Mm -hmm. Um, we talked to Dan Kiernan, um, and struck up an immediate friendship with him. Um, probably one of the nicest guys and biggest hearts, you know, someone I've, I've ever met. Um, I'll never forget. And I have it somewhere. I have to find it. But when we started talking about buying the business, we came in there, you know, a couple of days later and had these yellow sheets of paper and it literally was detailed down to two staplers, you know, like, 
um, an extra battery for the forklift. I mean, he detailed everything and he wanted, you know, a shelf. I mean, he wanted to be so fair about everything. And, um, so, you know, we, we purchased that, which was fantastic because now we had a name, um, a recognizable name that had been around since 1972. So we could just kind of roll in bond decoys directly into tangle free. Um, and we were trying to figure some stuff out. And um, one day, one day Dan came by the office and he was doing something. And we're like, well, what are you doing? And he was going to apply. Um, he was going to apply at um, at the um, the local jail to be a cook. And we're like, well, why don't you just work here? And he's like, oh, that'd be great. So he ended up working for three or four years with us, became really good friends with him. Um, just an incredible, incredibly nice, nice man. And, um, um, unfortunately he, he passed away several years ago, but I enjoyed the time of meeting him and spending him and someone I could call a friend. And, uh, so that was, that was 15 years ago when, when we purchased Tangle Free. Um, and, and a lot has changed since that, since that day, I think, um, I mean, I think we'll probably get into that down, down the road in this conversation, but, uh, it's not the same company. That's for sure. Yeah. So it was really like, it was, it was, you have your Genesis and acquisition, but your real, your growth, it's a, it's a native product expansion growth. Right. And that's, that's what I really, really like about it. Yes. Without, without, without question. Yes. Yeah. It's just been, um, it's been, it's been a wild ride. I mean, you know, the funniest thing or one of the best things is, uh, you know, like I, I told you my experience growing up was without question, you know, rifle, big game, you know, mm-hmm. um, deer and pigs. And, um, so when we bought the business, I thought, well, I better, um, I better spend a little time like learning about duck hunting. Cause I don't know. I, I don't, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't know species of ducks. Like I knew, I knew probably three or four, you know, like I knew, oh, you know, I knew man. a Canada, I knew a Canada goose. I knew, I knew a mallard, uh, you know, I knew a wood duck cause it was always a beautiful bird and I always loved them. And, you know, above That's that, so I w- you would be amazed. I seriously didn't know that many more species of ducks. I mean, I had shot a few here and there, and I, I, I would have to look it up and go, oh, that's a, that's a widgeon, you know, or whatever. So Tell it to the um, game warden. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, but I never went over the limit, so I got to follow, follow, follow the laws, right? So, um, but uh, yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty funny. But once, once we purchased the business, um, you know, I, I had quite a few friends at Duck Hunt, and I never would go because I would say, man, like, why would you want to get up at three in the morning? It's cold, it's wet. And, you know, and you know, I, I come up with all the excuses, right. That I, from an outsider looking in, you know, and, uh, but all it took was going one time and, and seeing these birds like break and come in and work around and you get a, mm. get a shoot at them and you're like, okay, that, that was pretty cool. And then it happens again. And if you're lucky, it happens again and hopefully it works out. But then you start to realize as you get older and, I learned more about it. It's like, um, the pulling trigger for me is the bonus. Um, Mm -hmm. that's just, okay, that's cool if it works out. Um, you know, I'm very competitive by nature. So of course you want to put in the time to try to find the good spots and see where the birds are at. But at the end of the day, you're there with your friends, your family, and, um, you see a sunrise, you see a sunset. And if, if you can, um, if you can get a few shots off and be successful, that's great. But if not, my, my, my day, my day is going to be just fine. You know? Yeah, that's for sure. And, and that's, I feel like, um, and I don't, I don't know, like the, the, the jury's out and the feelings are mixed about the, the impact of social media on 
on hunting and and i think that it's it's been it's been good in some aspects and it's been terrible in sure. other aspects and, sure and i think that and i'd love to get your perspective on it but i f- i feel like there is so many people that feel like it's a competition um and that the the true the true context and why you do it has just kind of been masked by so many people that have the the look at me and i want to be an instant overnight you know which on social media you you absolutely can um, yeah and so i just i'd love to get your feedback on that because when you guys started there was really the, i mean maybe there was email marketing the, um, totally that was it right there was there was not there was no social media yeah you know it's uh it's really interesting so um my take on it is i'm i'm a i'm a i'm a very private person like i don't i don't have any social media accounts which i get uh made fun of quite a bit for that but i'm like you know um I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, really busy, um, with, yeah. with work and my family. I have, like I mentioned, I have three daughters who are heavily involved in sports and, um, I, I feel you there. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I know we, I know we talk, we, you, you're, I'm, I'm going to seek advice from you here in a few <laughs> years when, and cause you're ahead of me a little bit, but, uh, yeah. um, you know, I just feel like, uh, for, for me personally, um, I feel like it's, it, it's a lot of work to, to, to make posts and to keep people updated and, and, you know, I mentioned I, I, I am private, so I don't, I don't feel like I need to share a ton of stuff, what I'm doing, where I'm going. Um, I love I love sharing pictures that I take um, on hunting trips I go with on my father. I, I, I have, obviously, my friends that I love to show pictures, and it's, it's, it's really a sunrise or a sunset or a beautiful stream. Um, it's not really about, like, harvesting an animal. Um, you know, then I look at when you switch it to the business side of things, I mean... Um, you know, we have really focused our strategies on social as far as images. Um, we, we, we don't do a lot of kill shots. It's not, it's not the mm-hmm. hero picks and stuff. I mean, we want to see, um, we want to see the very organic, the real stuff of, uh, you know, brushing a blind or, um, you know, like we, I keep mentioning sunrises and sunsets, um, you know, someone laughing in a blind. I mean, I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, if we just kept showing, hero picks it's like okay well what does what what does that really show the consumer like that the only way you're successful is if you have like you know you kill a lot of birds which like i said everybody wants to do that Mm -hmm. but we try to recall we try to we try to think of it as look you gotta enjoy the experience right like it's it's not all about the results it's about spending time with with a father or an uncle or a grandfather or a friend or a brother and and being in the blind with someone to to enjoy the experience and and, you know, um, on the business side of things, it is really important um, that we we try our hardest to put out great content. And we have an unbelievable group of, of men and women who are content providers for us. Um, mm-hmm. And we've tried, to, we've tried to do that across the country. So we have very variations of, of scenery and different types of hunting and different styles as well. And, and these people are all extremely talented and they submit a ton of awesome photos and um, hopefully we put them out there and get on a bigger yeah. platform maybe for these people that it, that it helps them as well to, uh, mm-hmm. to, to grow their followings and, and, and people get to see the work that they're, that they're putting out the magic they're working behind the camera, you know? Yeah. And so you, you do, you've got an awesome group of content creators and then you have us. Um. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're fired up. We guys, we just, you guys just finished the film. 
um, yeah. our, yeah. our audience loved it. It was, it was, it was, it was beautiful. It was, it was a really cool piece. There's yeah, no question. You. you know why I think we've had such a good, um, a good, well, several reasons. Number one, which you just described is, is lifestyle type of, um, capturing the, the lifestyle of what, why we do it. I mean, you know, we talk about hashtag, this is why, um, it's, it's the lifestyle and the people that are drawn to that lifestyle. And it's, it's connection at a common, um, at a common foundation of, you know, I can go wait in line in San Jacinto for hours, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and get, and be from here and nobody knows who I am. Um, but it's, you, we, we have so many things there, especially at waterfall. I think there's so much more that unites us than divides us. Um, and social media does a really great job of focusing on one more than the other sometimes. Um, and when it comes down to it, the, the, the authentic lifestyle type branding that you guys go for focuses on what unites us. Um, and I think that's why we've had such a, it's, I feel, and Brian feels it's just such a, a good fit because we're just tracking in the same direction. Um, and I think people get that when they look at, you know, the stuff that Brandon gets for you guys, guys like talented, like times 10. Yeah. 17 um, year old, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He's, he's such a, he's such a, a good young man and he comes from unbelievable parenting and his family's awesome. It's, it's actually kind of crazy. They're, uh, they're only about 45 minutes from us, which is, which is pretty cool. So his father and him and brothers will sneak down here and grab some gear and stuff, you know, but, mm -hmm. but, um, but, but, but it's, it's all the same mindset. And, yeah. you know, we, you kind of talked about like the, 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 this, this is why, um, you know, as far as, far as tangle free, you know, so we're a family based business, as you know, um, you know, older sister, mm -hmm. um, my sister, myself, and then, you know, Doug, Doug's been here for 10 years now. He's our younger cousin. Um, you know, and then the few other people that, that are here, um, it's all connected, you know, like it's friends or family friends, but, but we, one thing internally that we talk about all the time is, is it's always family. Um, we want, not only do we practice it, but we preach it. So, so you know, if, if, if you're a guide outfitter and we do a lot of business with you, like we're obviously going to treat you really, really well. But mm -hmm. if you're a first time customer, like we're going to treat you really well. If you're, right. if you're someone who's ordered twice, you got a frust you know, you have a frustrating experience. Like we're going to treat you like family. So that's kind of our thing is always family. Like, so no matter what, no matter what the size of the customer, uh, we want to make sure that they feel like we appreciate their business and we're trying to make it right for them. Um, and I feel, I feel like we, we, we win about 99% of those, um, of those situations as far as what the customer, they, they, they truly realize like we're trying as hard as we can to, to make yeah. it right for them. Um, cause they have a choice, you know, they have a choice where they want to spend their money on what waterfowl gear and stuff. So, so we appreciate that and we want to make sure that give them the best experience possible from, from start to finish, from that first time they see us on on an Instagram social post to navigating through our website to picking up the phone to call us. So, um, that's something we, we take a great deal of pride on without question. Yeah. And I feel like, um, waterfowl hunters, uh, they can sense BS. They can detect BS like <laughs> right off the bat. I mean, if, if someone who's going to say like, let's, let's just say that, um, we create a 30-second um, 
video for Tangle Freeze panel blinds, which mm-hmm. I freaking love, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, good, and we say, good. like, there's no way we would have killed these Canada's if we had been hunting out of so-and-so's A-frame. But come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah, just... That, we you know we don't that's not our style that's not your style that's why i think we work we work great together it's like look there's a i i, I say this all the time there's a lot of really good gear out there today oh, yeah. more than ever and it's always shocking to me to see like what what competitors what brands are coming out with new stuff because it's like how how could it get any more realistic or or any better and yet mm-hmm. the waterfowl industry continues um to, to evolve and it's it's pretty amazing especially you know especially when you look back historically at like what waterfowlers would use for their gear right from their clothing oh to, gosh, to, the, yeah. to the ammo and then for me kind of hits home more for tangle freeze of, of course decoys right it's like mm-hmm. so rubber tires you know plastic bottles garbage bags for 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 big snow goose spreads like it's pretty astonishing um that but they harvested animals and they hunted and they they were they, they honed their craft as far as you know yeah. calling and stuff so um yeah there's a lot of great stuff out there and that's the one thing if people call and ask a question we'll say hey i don't i don't really have much experience with that product but i'm, I'm sure it's good but here's here's what you know here's what i can tell you about our stuff like um mm-hmm. um kind of the, kind of the golden rule like if if uh you know, you, you, you learn as a kid, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. We, we do the same yeah. thing. You know, it's like someone will call and say something about another product. I'm like, oh man, sorry, you had, sorry, you had difficulties or issues, but, um, I, I can tell you about the panel blind. I can't tell you about a, a similar blind, you know, but, yeah. um, but we just, we just try to kind of follow that path, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you water filing, like you just talked about kind of the, the history and the evolution of products and gear and tactics and things like that. I mean, I love talking to the old timers that, hey, man, you know what? There was no Gore-Tex. <laughs> I mean, right, right, if we yeah. needed decoys, we went and found logs and we carved them. Yes, um, yes. If, if we needed a boat, we made – like you can't say that for deer hunting. I mean, no. For, the, the, the gear has evolved a little bit as far as clothing and maybe quality of clothing. But you know, at the end of the day, you're, you're still, you know, there's been big evolution in like the technology of bows and things like that. Um, but the, I feel like the waterfowl technology, and I'll just say technology in general and leave it at yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, its rate of change is it's increasing exponentially and you just look at where people started i mean it was it was it was wool and then it was like waxed canvas and then you go through these evolution of clothing and gear and it's changed so much faster in the in the waterfowling world than it ever has i think for any other pursuit that you can have waterfowl technology changes at such a rapid rate and for you guys to stay on top of that number 1 for for me, voice a customer. I know how much you guys really cherish that. Um, it's it's how your your products stay relevant. But you know, the better your competitors get, it it makes you better, and it makes There's, that voice a customer so much more important for you guys to stay relevant and be where you are. And so that that's just something that I really really enjoy about working with you guys. No, I appreciate that, and you're you're right. Like competition is 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 great for all aspects of life. Right. I mean, um, that's, that's why, uh, that's why we, um, get to live the life we, we get to live here in America where there is a lot of really good products we get to choose from on every single aspect of our life from, 
from the car we drive to the computer or the phone we're using. I mean, and that's all because of competition, right? I mean, um, Samsung's pushing Apple and vice versa and, you know, Chevy against Ford. I mean, they're, they're all trying to one up each other and be better. And, um, it's no different in, in our space, the waterfowl spaces, um, you know, and it's, and it's, it's a small space, you know, like it's not, um, it's, it's, this is a leisure activity, you know, um, this is something that is extremely seasonal. So, um, you have to be, you have to build up for it and get, get stuff ready and in a timely fashion. Um, so, cause you know, and waterfowlers are extremely passionate and they're extremely hard on their gear and they have high expectations. And, um, we, 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 we think about that every time we, we, we come out with a product. Um, so yeah. And it's an expensive sport too. It 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 can be. It's, it, uh, it certainly can be. And, and, it can be and it can't be right i mean there's all, every 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 state has different regulations um you know but um yes it's it's um it is a little bit more on the on the expensive side but there's a lot of opportunities to to get involved um to 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 dabble in it out of the start to see um if if someone really enjoys it or not you know yeah and, and what i've always talked about i mean i say it at the beginning of every single podcast um you need to understand and be able to differentiate and kind of look at, okay, on this hand you have price, but on this hand you have value um, and and quality. And and where does that blend and cross? And I think you guys have done an amazing job of marrying quality with with value uh, or, or price and where those two things intersect in the middle there is is value. And so I know that Number one, you guys stand behind your products. I know if I have a, a strap that fails or some gear failure or something. Number one, it's super super frustrating. Um, yes. To wait, you know, you only get to hunt here sixty days. California's longer, but you know, I'll just say sixty days. And to get to that point, anticipating that all year, and to get to that point to have something fail is super super frustrating. No, I know. There's there's no question, and 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 we're frustrated and. Um, and we do everything we can to jump through hoops to make sure that, um, we keep your frustrations or the consumer's frustrations as as limited as possible. Right. So, um, it's frustrating and that's why we spend a ton of time testing products and trying to get them dialed in. And, um, you know, you can, you can test products as much as you want and try, but there's just something about being in a field with, you know, certain temperatures and certain things you can't, you can't duplicate like in a in a controlled environment, like in a warehouse, you know, so we've, we've gotten much better at, um, it's, it's, it's funny about, about, about product innovation and about new products, you know, um, we've made some mistakes in the past that we've learned from, which is you get really excited to want to come to market with a new product. And we rushed several products, um, early on, um, that we, we just weren't ready for it. Like we thought we were, but we weren't. But what you realize is, um, a lot of times you only have one opportunity to bring something to market. And if you, if you, if you botch that, um, you, you can't really recover from it, you know? So, um, we, we, we tried some things. Um, they didn't work out great because we rushed it. We didn't test it. I mean, I mean, we've got products now that, I mean, it's not uncommon to have something go on for, two to three years before we actually come to a mass produced ready to go to market. It's, it sounds ridiculous, but, 
Um, we just have to always tell ourselves, like, just make sure it's bulletproof as possible. And, and, you know, the reality of it is like, there's going to be certain products that they can't be bulletproof. I mean, they just can't, but we're going to do every single thing possible. We're going to research it. We're going to test it for two years, two full seasons to get it as bulletproof as possible. And, um, that's kind of like a waiting game, you know? Um, but, but it's, it's worth it in the end to, to have people be happy about, um, a product that help them, um, be more comfortable and, um, enjoy the experience of, of, of sitting in a blind or, um, or, you know, or laying in a blind. Um, so, so we, we become more patient. (laughs) Well, and I think the other side to that coin is, yeah, it takes a long time, and there's there's R and D, there's product development, but you can't be afraid to fail. Right, right, and um, and and like I told you, we have we have on on some on some products that I thought could have been really good, and and we just we weren't ready. Like honestly, we didn't have we didn't have the uh, the factories or the experience to to put out the right product. And I kind of I've thought I th- I think about some of the products a few times. I'm like, oh, I wonder I wonder if they. Um, I wonder if they, um, would be good today. And I'm like, eh, I'm not even thinking about them. I think it, it, it yeah. had its time and it's, it's, it's over, you know? Were, are you talking <laughs> about the, I think I know one of the ones you're talking about. It was like an insert for the pockets that cooked biscuits while you were hunting. Is that the one you were? <laughs> no, but it sounds good though. Is it, does the cook, does the cook come there too? You know? <laughs> no. And I, I thought when I saw it, like you just dropped the dough in and then, no, I'm just, yeah, yeah, no, it would, it would. Uh, not, well, let's see. It's ten thirty-five here. You are making me hungry. I'll tell you that. I know it's lunch. I know it's lunchtime. You're, you're out your way. So, yeah, well, uh, I'm in my fast period right now. So I'm. Not oh, that's right, that's safe. right. Yeah, but, no, I, I think, I think this morning. So I usually get in a little bit after eight o'clock, and um, mm-hmm. at about eight thirty. I told I told the guys here I said is it is it lunchtime yet and they all they all laughed like yeah I'm like we're ready I'm like I, somewhere I, yeah somewhere but we we How always did, uh, let me yeah. ask you this how so we're talking about developing a new products and how much of that comes from like I have to imagine like I hit you with an idea yesterday mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and you you have to have a lot of that that comes in what does that process look like like hey this you know what, this this uh, this gun case is great, but the plastic clips on it suck, and so you guys put metal clips on your bags and your cases. Brilliant, mm-hmm. brilliant, brilliant. Um, this one of the things I really like about them, but how how do you kind of filter that and, and go, okay, well, that's interesting, but, you know, like because you have to just get so much of that. I, I can't even imagine with the yeah. number of products you have and users you have. Yeah, yeah. Like, what so does that pipeline look like? So, so it's, just, it's really interesting. So... I feel like, um, so remember we're in year 15, like seriously, year one, two, three, four, five, like we're literally getting one or two a month. Right. And then, but in the last six years, I would say like, we, we get a ton, we get a ton of, um, of feedback. Um, we get a ton of suggestions. So it's kind of twofold. Um, the first one is, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, waterfowlers are very passionate, like, and everybody has, so you hunt differently than I do. And 
you know, the guy right down the 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 the, the neighbor of yours, he hunts different than you do. I mean, everybody has their own ideas and their systems and stuff. So so everyone's tinkering. Let people waterfowlers love to tinker, right? <laughs> and there's something on the market, and they they think, um, you know, I'm truthfully, they think they have something better. I'm guilty of that. Um, we, we we all are, right? Yeah. I mean, no matter no matter how much you go or don't go, like they're 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 tinkers you know they they want to they want to come up with a good idea or something that helps them so a lot of those guys that do that we never hear from them but then but then there's you know quite a few of these people that will reach out to us via phone email you know whatever they'll reach out um so i pretty much handle most of those conversations so um i i I just start to get to know the person i talk to them i kind of hear about and the thing i always talk about right out of the get-go is I just say hey look like um I just want to be very upfront like this is it's a hard it's it's a hard gig so you know I don't want to be misleading at all like I don't want you to think that you know you have the best thing since sliced bread I said I I don't want to be negative about it but I just want to be very open to to make sure like you're not quitting your day job and you know so so I, I try to make sure people are very realistic with what they have created or what their product is um so so that's so in, in, when dealing with when dealing with people who call, um, you know, and then and then what we do is um, we, we typically dive in a little bit. You know, photos, videos are great, and and the hardest thing for me is um, I would like to think I'm a very nice person, um, and it's hard for me to tell somebody like, "Hey, I don't think your product's good enough to bring to market," because someone's extremely passionate. So I I struggle with that, but as you don't want to crush somebody's I, dream. I don't. And as and, 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 and like anything in life, hopefully you learn how to deal with situations. And what I've learned is the um I guess the, the, the quicker I'm just very like honest about it, it's it just I feel like it just works out better, right? Like there's no reason and I've done it early on and it wasn't done intentionally, but like I would string someone on and it wasn't done maliciously. It was just um I was trying to be too nice and I didn't want to crush someone's spirit. So, so, so the kind of rule of thumb that I go with when someone presents a new product and we talk about it is first off, we need to make sure like the things I need a product that's like, it's, you can hand it over and it's ready to go. Cause there's not enough hours in the day for me now to get involved with totally tinkering to try to get this thing dialed in. Right. So I always tell someone like, Hey, you have to have like a bulletproof product. That's like, like you've got, you know, drawings, you've got samples that, you know, if we sign some, some agreements that, um, and I need to get my hands on these samples. I need video footage. Um, but with all that being said, um, you know, on the flip side, if something's not good enough, um, I have to tell someone that and I tell them much quicker in the process now. And what I tell them is like, I have to look at this from to, in order to get it mass produced, like if, if I can't get like, you know, if I can't get like, if I, if I don't think I can sell like 3000, um, in a, in a year, like it's, it's, it's hard to justify bringing that into product. Right. Cause you have right. to, there's probably going to be a decent amount of tooling involved up front. Um, you know, there's a lot of time and energy, like from the videography side of things to the photography side of things. And then to just getting it in, in the right hands of, um, of our influencers and, um, uh, um, you know, some of our product testers. So, so you've got the, you've got, I'll just call it like a cold call. Like someone just calls up, says, Hey, I've got this product. I'd like to, to do that. And then internally, you know, we have, um, a very, very good group of, of extremely loyal, um, 
I guess I'll call them influencers, but more important, I'll call them good friends who are diehard waterfowlers. So, so we, we talk with them about stuff all the time and bounce ideas off them. And then they come to us with ideas of, Hey, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned a gun case. Well, yeah, you switch it to, to metal buckles. That was a huge, um, you know, that was a big deal for us because waterfowlers are very hard on gear. That's it's freezing conditions. And, and then they're not, they don't have to worry about it breaking or cracking like in the cold. So, so we really take a ton of their feedback, um, on how we can improve things or make it better, make it more functional. So, so that's one aspect of it, um, from our internal side of things. And then, and then, you know, we're just, um, and then we do have other people that specifically they're looking at like what, what could be a good, a good tool, a good tool to use to, to try to, uh, to try to be successful in the field. So, um, you know, and, and then, you know, we, we work with a, with, with a really awesome carver, uh, Michael Braun out of New Jersey, um, who he's been, he's been tremendous. Um, a lot of our new stuff is falls under the flight series. That's kind of, yep. that's kind of his. So, we, you know, we look at, you know, we try to look at, okay, what species do we have that aren't a flight series, which at that point, that's kind of our, 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 our top of the end, um, mm-hmm. top end. So, so we'll just say, Hey, you know, we got to, we need to uh, do some widgeon and pintails now because because we don't have those. So so I talk to him about it. We go over a lot of head head positions, and I bounce. I, you know, I know what I like. I know what he likes, and I bounce off a few other people just to make sure, kind of collectively as a group, we're on the same page about postures and size, and and um, and then let them let them let them get to carving. You know, on the decoy side of things. You know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the things that I noticed is you can tell well let me let me say this first there are no gimmicks like you go to your website there's there's no gimmicks all right there's not a lot of stuff that runs on batteries which i hate um anything with a battery is a point of failure for me um anything with a lot of moving parts that have to be it's one of the reasons why i just i am so stupid for your panel blinds is because there's nothing to lose and there's nothing to put in the wrong place as long as you get the middle flip top in the middle of the blind everything else is fine um there's no gimmicks there's not a lot of moving parts um for us as hard as we hit it and it just it it all has to work because in not just the hunt now i've got a whole nother aspect of i got cameramen to hide and i got to make sure that they have the right angles and and everything and so it just adds another layer of complexity that I don't want to worry about, no, this part for this uh, A-frame blind or whatever goes this way and you have it upside down. Oh, and it's backwards and it goes on the other side. Man, I can give your panel blind to somebody who's never had one in their hands and say, here, go put this up over there. And if they can drop it on the ground and grab one side, it's set up. Right, And right. so there's no gimmicks. Um, and so... I can tell that waterfowlers build or influence the design and build of the products that you sell. And that's huge to us out here. Huge. Yeah. You know, um, couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, we, uh, you know, we worked very closely with Sean Stahl on that. Um, Mm -hmm. He had been hunting out of different, different versions or different types of panel type blinds but they were mostly you know bigger sections and stuff and the one thing you know we were trying to do is just simplify it and um and i i I believe we've we have accomplished that and we're still you know we're still constantly tinkering with ideas about the panel blind and how to 
how to make it better, right? I mean, you know, we've made a few adjustments over the over the last uh, you know, last couple of years, just 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 small, just small adjustments, just something that, you know, you know, Sean when he's out there hunting uh all season for R and T and he's they're chasing they're chasing the geese mostly, you know, um, him and his crew, they're always, you know, trying to figure out like what could potentially um make our lives a little bit easier, right? And it's funny when when we first got to the point where I th- we had a few of the prototypes like really dialed in mm-hmm. um his crew basically did not want to hunt out of layouts anymore like they're like no no the panel <laughs> blinds are panel blinds and and they've been very successful and um yeah and it's you know it's it's i like to think of uh today as a society i, I we're so we're so spoiled with technology that it's a fast food mentality. Like everything people, people want results now. Like they want, they want it, they want it quick and they want it easy. And, um, and I'm guilty of it too. Immediate gratification. Yes. And nobody, nobody kind of respects the grind, right. To like put in the time to, 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 to grind it out and get results. Well, kind of on, uh, to to be fun. Like, you know, if you or I were hunting together, it's like, okay, do we want to, you know, do you want to set up four layout blinds where, you know, we're going to be, you know, brushing all four of them individually and we got to get them lined up perfectly and we got to put in all the pins and get, you know, mm-hmm. st- tighten, tighten up to two cinches on the back supports to make sure everything's dialed in. Or do we just roll out with two panel blinds, you unclip one clip and, or it'd be two, I guess. And then yeah. you, you according it out and you're set up against a, a tree, a tree row or, or right. a corn row or, and, and you're good to go, right? Now you have to brush it in and stuff, but not a lot of moving parts. And now we're all sitting down and sitting up and we can see birds much better. We're not trying to come up out of the blind and, mm-hmm. and that panel blinds have been great for, for older hunters or people who have back issues or, or younger hunters who can truly see a bird coming in and that's, what's going to get them excited and turned on to, to want to come back the next day, you know? Yeah, for sure. What, um, in a little bit of time we have left, what new products this year, uh, or what new products have come out this year? Like, I really, really like those skinnies. Um, yeah, for, yeah. For filling um, in a big so- can of the spread. Yeah, you bet, man. You bet. Uh, and I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know you guys like them because, you know, uh, so, so, you know, so, so the silhouette decoys, you know, the skinnies, um, we, uh, you know, those have been, those, those have been a tool that waterfowlers have been using for, for over a hundred years. Right. I know it was really cool. Um, you know, Sean Stahl and the R&T guys, John Stevens and Jimbo, they were, they were out in uh, Maryland, uh, last week doing, doing some stuff for the show. And then they were out there for the the world goose calling contest. And, and, um, you know, I, I, I follow him on social media and it was really cool to see him, um, videoing and telling stories about all these decoys that, you know, all these, um, you know, famous, uh, famous makers, as well as just like a, a Corey or Joey, right. Guys that just made them. And, but it was, it's funny. I liked what I saw because, um, you know, we're, we're not, we're not reinventing the wheel, right? Like that the industry today is not reinventing the wheel. It's like, okay, so, so silhouette decoys have been used for over a hundred years. Now, um, there's a, there's a lot of really good silhouette decoys out there today, but guess what? There's a lot of good silhouette decoys out there back in the day that were very, very effective and, 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 and did what they did. Uh, you know, we, we tried to, <clears throat> we've been, t- we tinkered with those for, that was, Believe it or not, that was that was like that was like five years because we were actually looking at uh, purchasing a couple different silhouette companies, and it just didn't work out. And mm-hmm. that's t- 
totally fine, right? Everything happens for a reason. So um, once that wasn't working out, we thought, well, we better we better get something going on our own, you know, as far as, um, you know, trying to bring that product um, under the Tango Free brand. So yeah. so we made a few changes to it and we have it dialed in, but it just, it just adds, you know, it helps diversify the, the spread from if someone has to pack light and get in there far because of weather conditions or, mm-hmm. you know, if it's too muddy, um, you know, they can mix in skinnies with our, with our slammer socks. So, <clears throat> excuse me, a wind sock and you can pack light and, and add some motion with the, with the, with the slammer socks and then get those skinnies to help hide the blind. And, and then if, you know, in the Midwest, if you're, if you're hunting a big, a big rig and you got plenty of space, then you're, you're going, you know, you're going with full bodies, you're going with skinnies, silhouette decoys, and you're going with, uh, with some socks too, to try to add some movement and stuff. So, yeah. um, it really, that's, you know, we're just trying to, we're just trying to give waterfowlers, um, as many tools as possible to, to help their, their chances of, of a good hunt. You know, that's, that's really what it comes down to. And, um, the skinnies have been really cool. You know, we have, we have some new stuff coming out here in the next month. Um, can't even, can't even believe it's already, you know, November 14th. I'm having, I'm literally, I can disbelieve. I, I don't know what's happening with time, but, um, as far as, I mean, as far as other new stuff that we, that we did this year, you know, we, um, you know, we, we just try to offer some of our better selling items, like in some different patterns, you know? So we, um, got into some of the, uh, the new real tree, uh, timber pattern. Um, you know, we, we offered a few things, a few additional pieces in the, um, uh, like, uh, shadow grass blades or bottom land, you know, from Mossy Oak. And, uh, and, you know, we're going to offer, uh, a few, a few new pieces in, in, in like Optifade Martian timber. Um, those have, those have seemed to do really well. Um, just consumers, waterfowlers have really, really liked, uh, those, those, those two patterns that the timber, the timber or the marsh from, from, from Optifade, you know, so that's, 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 that's been cool. And, uh, on the, on the decoy side of things, you know, we're still, we're still working on some stuff and, um, can't, can't quite let the cat out of the bag yet, but, nah. but it'll, it'll happen here very shortly, you know? So, but you know what, you um, guys are smart enough too to know. Yeah. We, so like you said, we're not reinventing the wheel. Uh, but you also, you also know, like that just doesn't fit in our, like going that route, a whole new line of just something that doesn't fit. We're not going to do it just because somebody else does it, and we feel like we need to compete with them in that space. Like, let them own that space. That's not that doesn't that doesn't fit, you know, with our with our feng shui or whatever. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, no, totally. And you know, there's times when we we like want to dabble in in something, and we just have to tell ourselves like, no, let's just let that let's just stay with what we're doing. We're we're yeah. busy enough. We're overwhelmed. If well, we try it's to your core. Up. It's your core competencies too. I mean, you you guys right. are smart enough and a mature enough company that you know what those are. And if you don't have something, there's probably a pretty good reason for it. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I'll tell you something funny, Joey. Is uh, oh man, I don't know. This is probably it was probably at least ten years ago. Um, at least probably more like twelve, but when we first started getting into accessories, so anything with cut and sew, you know, um, well, you know, first year we came out with, you know, just call it eight. And the next year we go from eight to 20. And then, then the next year you go up to 40. And it's like, it was going to the point where like, I would go visit factories and I would flip through magazines and I'll see all the stuff out there. And I thought, Oh, well we have to have it. Like we have to offer that assortment. So, so we went, we went, we went really wide with our assortment. I mean, we went really wide and, 
But then you start looking and you're like, okay, so wait, like we're sit we're sitting on this product for three years because the MOQ was so high, you had to buy it. But then you go to all these shows and you visit all these dealers and now you've got like a three-year supply. Well, that three-year supply is costing you money, right? It's like you, so so we went from trying to get as many SKUs as we can to hold on, like that doesn't make us cool. Like that doesn't make us any better. Like that doesn't give us any more, you know, street cred, so to speak. So we started really backing out um, a lot of stuff that wasn't moving. And, um, and it's hard, like kind of back to the new product, like, you know, someone will come to with, with an idea and I'm, I'm, I'll be intrigued with it. And I just, I have to really say, man, can, can, can we, can we move 3000 of those? Can we sell 3000 of those across the country? And, and that's the one thing that's really interesting is a lot of times these product inventors, um, that product might be really like really specific to a certain type of hunting, you know, like if it's, if it's diver hunting or, 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 you know, whatever it is, like you just have to think about, okay, can I sell that across the country or two thirds of the country? Cause if not, it's, it's hard to get those, those numbers up, you know, to justify the tooling on the molds and, and, and all the, all that goes into coming to market with a new product, you know? Well, you just have such a, a window. It's it, you reach the point of diminishing returns and mm-hmm. it's just like, it's not worth, I mean, it, I, I don't want to say it's not worth it. It's it's not feasible well, it's, to support. It's not a good business decision, you know. And yeah, yeah. You know, we've, you know, we have been in business now for 15 years. And look, I I, I told you at the beginning, like, yeah, totally have made mistakes. And then you have to learn from those mistakes and go, you know what? I think that product's cool, but I just don't think it's gonna it's gonna move the needle the way we need it to. And um, you know, and I I always uh, let someone know who reaches out, like, I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, please keep me posted. There's anything I can do to, to try to help or give you any suggestions or any feedback. But, um, I, I, I do think it's cool that people, um, are passionate and want to come to market with, with products, you know? So, and if it's um, not anything new, maybe it's just, um, an enhancement to something that you already have that, you know, like, Man, these the, the like this is a great product that makes my life easier. But boy, if you if if it did this a little better or this a little differently, um, like it would just be, you know, unbelievable. And and right. I'm sure you want to hear that kind of stuff too. Right. No. There's 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 no question, and that's um, and that's where we you know that's where we rely a lot on our on our you know really very tight inner circle um extremely trusted source, you know, of, of, of hunters, um, to, to get just really honest feedback, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, yeah, to get really, really honest feedback and, um, you know, like I tell everyone I'm, I'm thick skinned. So just go ahead and tell me it's a stupid idea. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Like I'm, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have an ego. Like if I come up with an idea and someone's like, no, that's horrible. Cool. Go on to the next, cross it off and go on to the next thing, you know? The pocket biscuit cooker, I think. You need yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I, I'm kind of, you know, you just show it to me, present it, and we're ready to go, you know? Yeah, it runs on the hand warmers, so you got to yeah. put those in there. and then. I don't know. Yeah. No, hey, no, so no we're, we're, we're bumping up close to an hour. Is there anything that you wanted to discuss or tell people or get into that we didn't? Did we miss anything? Um, No, man. I mean, obviously, I, uh, I've i told you I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a pretty pretty private private person i'm i'm mm. kind of shy I, I joked with you uh when you first approached me and i'm like it's not gonna be on video is it like if we sat down you and i talked i'm good but all of a sudden a camera comes out i get i get nervous and stuff but uh 
no, this is a piece of cake. Like yeah. if, 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 um, if, if you feel that it was something that was beneficial for you guys and you want to do another one, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable. This is, this is easy. So, oh, yeah, man. um, no, I mean, you know, if, if I were to say anything, I would obviously say that, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been doing this for 15 years now. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. I had no idea I would meet the, the really cool people, um, and build a relationship such as, such as with you and Brian, mm-hmm. um, just across the country. It's, it's, it's an incredible industry. It's a passionate industry. And, um, you know, my family, we, we, you know, we enjoy what we're doing. We're working hard and we're just trying to, uh, you know, we're trying to, um, just put out great products, um, at a, at a, at a great price and, um, and be there to, to help answer questions and, and I guess crush customer service to let people yeah. know we're here to, we're here to listen and help them out. And, and we certainly, uh, you know, we certainly appreciate when, when people have a, have a choice on which, which brand they want to go with. If they give us a shot, like we, we, we certainly appreciate that for sure. You know, well, I'm, te- I'm, I'm going to speak on behalf of, I don't know how many tens of thousands of people are going to, but you guys are crushing it, dude. I mean, well, totally crushing it. Totally appreciate it. We're, we're, like I said, uh, it means a lot. Um, we take a, we take a great deal of pride of, of doing it the right way. We mm-hmm. believe, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Joey, I, I sleep really good at night. Like knowing that, like ethically we're yeah um going about it the right way and i i i feel good about that and that's that's important to our family you know for sure for sure well um, there's i will uh i will let you get to lunch bro because i know that that's um i'm thinking and- i'm thinking uh i'm thinking it's some mexican food today which is kind of where go we're, we're lucky in california man i've got a lot of great spots yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you, you do you do but uh, again, man, I appreciate it. Tell uh, tell Dougie and Kurt and those guys I, uh, we all said hello. I will. We we appreciate you. Please say hello to Brian. And uh, if if you want to jump on another one after we if, okay. if we circle the wagon, if it works, yeah, I, I'm 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 in now. I'm easy. All right. I just, I just got to get those guys to help get me set up again, right? No, man, you I mean, got it set now. It's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> they're good to go. So, all right, awesome. Brother. Well, hey, Joe, we we appreciate you, and thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, Corey, thank you. Man. Have a good one. Thank right, you. you too. Okay. Thank you, Corey, for joining us and speaking to the thousands of hunters that rely on your products to make their hunts more memorable, enjoyable, and productive. It really means a lot and goes a long way in giving people just deeper and greater insight into who you are, who Tangle Free is, and what you are all about. Most of our listeners want to do business, as I said, with people they know, like, and trust. And you are all stand-up guys and gals at Tangle Free. And we hope we can catch up again soon. And I also also hope that after you guys are finished listening to this episode, you'll hit the TangleFree.com website and check out their new products. Pick up some of the Canada Skinnies. They're badass. Again, Corey, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. We'd also like to thank Hunter's Blend Coffee, Edge Duck Boats, Tahatsu Outboards, Retail Shotguns, Apex Ammunition, Sitka Gear, and now... Traeger Grills for supporting Passion of Pursuit and Revelation Outdoors Waterfowl Ministry. Without the help of these companies, we could not do what we do. So, I humbly ask you, our listening audience, to support the companies that support us. We appreciate it. Finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen. It helps us continue to keep climbing up the rankings. And if you wouldn't mind, please share the show with a hunting buddy or two on the interwebs. We'd appreciate that as well. So that's all the time we have. Until next episode, keep on listening. Keep on sharing. We love you. Bye-bye, y'all.